Welcome to Vanderpump Rules Party Podcast, the longest-running podcast about Vanderpump Rules out there. Please join your hosts, Holly and Sarah, as they deep-dive everything Vanderpump Rules. Hi, everyone. I'm Holly Borges. I'm Sarah C. And welcome back. We just finished watching the episode. We are together in person and ready to bring you a detailed recap. It was a lot. My first note that I have in my phone is my heart was pounding. Like right off, like right out the gate, I was just like, like even like watching the Last time on Vanderpump Rules, even though I had seen everything, seeing it again, uh, my I, I was, it was crazy. Yeah. Well, let's get into it. Let's jump in. So they start with the road trip to glamping, which I was watching fast on my laptop, so I didn't see if they set the location of where like Nick and Ricky. Uh, there was a word in front of it, but it was something Oak Ranch. I, also, I caught that part. Also, leader, I saw like I think I saw Kayamuka or Kayamaka. That's like Palm Springs. The mountains look very Palm Springs to me. The mm-hmm. desert looks very Palm Springs to me. Um, just up like more like desert hot springs kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I think that's where we were, and I was there that weekend. Remember, I was going to try and yes <laughs> figure it out. But anyway, so they get to the glamping site. Um, what stuck out to me was Ariana was there. And so they're there celebrating Raquel's birthday. That was her idea to go glamping. I'm like, well, they already celebrated her birthday in San Diego after the Tom Sandoval show. We were at that show in San Diego. Oh, um, sorry. Correction. I believe it was in Santa Barbara County. Was it? Yeah. Okay. I think it was called mountains do not Kuyama Oaks Ranch. Oh, well, so, okay, so I saw the Kuya, so I thought it was... Yeah. Okay. The, God, those mountains look like Palm Springs. It did. It looked very, like, deserty. Like Santa Barbara's more lushy. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe it's up more towards, like, the farmland, like, north of Santa Barbara. Mm-hmm. As we get into um, McFarland. Shout out to you, Michaela. Anyways, they always make fun of me because I was talking about that movie, McFarland. Anyways, it's a really good movie. Have you seen it? No. <laughs> it's Kevin Costner. It's a true story. Very inspiring. Highly recommended to everybody. Anyways, um, so what I noted was Holly and I and Michaela were at the San Diego Sandoval show. And I remember texting Jeremy to ask if he was going to be there because he had just moved. He and Rachel just moved to um, North County, San Diego. And he's like... No, we're not, um, and Ariana's, I don't think Ariana is, because she's, she's coming back, but she's, like, literally flying in that day. Right. From Florida, from being with the family, like, one of the times, like, you know, he was obviously there, too, but a different time. Um, so she was flying in, and I thought, mm, she's gonna fly into LAX, and then drive all the way down? I don't see that happening. So they all celebrated after the... San Diego show and went out. Wait, I should mention this. I mentioned this on the Patreon. Did I mention this on Tuesday? I think I might have. That, like, Deb Chubb on Sheena's podcast was also at that show. That's what we were like. Who is this girl? 
Um, that's when we saw Olivia Ray being a super fun, like she should be on the cast type of girl. Um, cause we were upstairs mingling with, with some of them and, you know, we had interactions. That's when Brock came in and like hid behind you to take a picture. Like, mm-hmm. go, um, what do you call it? Um, photobomb. Photobomb. Yes. Anyways, um, this Deb girl had said she didn't know anyone very well. And she thought, well, maybe they do have like an open relationship. Who knows? She said she had seen Sandoval and Raquel emerge from like a back private area after like being gone for a while and like her lipstick was off and she looked at her hair was a little disheveled. So interesting point. She didn't think anything of it and she just met these people, but now interesting, right? Um, then they go out afterwards and we heard them talking about it afterwards. We're all outside like, okay, we're going here to celebrate Raquel's birthday. Blah, blah, blah. Obviously we didn't go. We're like, you know, we've had enough. Um, but so they're out partying. Sheena and Brock still have their place in San Diego. It's like the last couple weeks they have it. So I don't know if they went home early. I don't know if anyone stayed with them. But where did Sandoval and Raquel go? We knew a lot of them were together. And there was like someone that had an apartment in San Diego downtown, kind of Point Loma Airport area. A lot of them were shooting, you know, stories at getting ready so did Raquel stay there, y'all, or did her and Sandoval stay at a hotel, or, you know, I kind of want to know where they stayed. I, I remember at the time also trying to figure that out, um, because we were staying in a hotel down there, and if I, I thought if I could have any further interaction, I would obviously like to get the most bang for my buck when I'm down around them. So I was definitely wanting to see like if they were going to go, I don't know, on an excursion the next day or something. And I could not find anything after they went out. I did see that. Yeah, I have like photos of where they were pre partying to the concert. But I don't know if they stayed there after. Right. So we'll try to find that out. But what is just alarming about all of this is between the potential makeout sesh that this girl Deb possibly witnessed the aftermath of, and then them partying all night for Raquel's birthday, that they literally come into this episode, okay, it's Raquel's birthday weekend, and they're, it's like Coupleville. It's Tom and Ariana, Sheena and Brock, Schwartz and Raquel. And you're doing this coming off a weekend also – a birthday weekend, like when you just fully hooked up with Raquel and now you're a happy couple with Ariana, with Raquel there, like psycho level sickness. I was just so grossed out. Yeah. Also, like, I, I think it's just like more Wait. and more disturbing to see the timeline. Did you just say, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Go on. Uh, it's just more more disturbing to see the timeline. You know, I thought that we, maybe the earliest sign we were seeing of this was in January. But the more and more we go back, and obviously we've heard that it went all the way back to August. Every time that we are seeing a pointed effort and where something happened, it's like, it's still shocking to me. It's, yeah, it's, it's gag reflex inducing and I think the other thing that throws me off is obviously Ariana wasn't at this show, but she was at all the other ones. All of the all of the kind of the clips that we've shown, she's in them. 
yeah. the the reactions that like we all feel it now. You can see like the you can see their eyes like staring at each other, but it's just the fact that they're literally doing it under her nose mm-hmm. that is just so gross. Yeah, it made me sick. So they go in, Nate and Ricky bring them to smash pumpkins to feed the pigs. Um, did you, I don't know if you picked this up, but I want to point this out to Jamie tomorrow. Um, did you notice that when they picked up the pieces of the pumpkins, like some of the pumpkins still had like the sticker label on it? So the pigs were going to eat the sticker label. Is that healthy? Mm. Seems like there'd be some, well, glue, adhesive, then a, then a sticker. I know pigs eat anything, but... I mean, they probably should have removed that. Peel it off. Yeah. <laughs> that's one of, that's what, my focus of this episode. Um, what did you think about Sheena kind of joking about how glamping wasn't her thing? Like, she was hoping that it was, like, air conditioning, but camping. Yeah, it surprised me. I mean, I don't know. She loves Big Bear. I just would have thought, like... I love, like, and she has a big family, I would think, like, you know. Uh, yeah, I thought she'd have, like, a little more, um... Like, they have a camping, like, you know, when we go camping, a lot of times there's just, like, large families that take over, like, all these sites, and her family is just like that. They have such big gatherings. I just see them as, like, a large gathering camping Yeah, uh, but, but it was funny. Um, and then they made an Animal Crossing reference for Raquel, um... When she, when it was revealed, gosh, when was it? Whenever her passport showed her name, Rachel, when I think when she was going to Mexico, um, she had shown like her Nintendo Switch playing Animal Crossing, and then her um, her name was sticking out on her ticket, and that's when it was revealed that her name was Rachel. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. So the second Animal Crossing reference, I thought that was interesting. That was lost on me. Okay. Um, but was. What was not lost on me was that beautiful white chicken. Was that a chicken? Was that a white peacock? It was something else. I'm not sure. I've never seen a chicken with a big, like, peacock fan that was, like, all white. Yeah. It was, like, beautiful. Yeah, it was. (laughs) I I need to know more. Zoo people? Chicken people? Farm people? What was that? I mean, I have experience in that, and it's terrifying. And none of those chickens look like that. Tell you. Hmm. So, okay. Enough about that. We go over to Lala and James at her studio. You can see all the work products. I did see all the green, and it reminded me of the skincare. And yes, you guys, I haven't forgotten. I was doing a Bravo skincare line review last year. I never did it. I still have to do it. I have not forgotten. I still have the boxes and the bottles because... I intend to do it, but I want to do it on Patreon. I want you to do that because I feel like I want to get our community talking about this stuff again because I love hearing everyone's recommendations and your recommendations um, because it's interesting. And, like, I I love when we find a product that is, like, awesome, you know? Yeah, I just need to do it on Patreon because I don't need someone coming for me with, like, a shank of glass or something. Like, this is how I pay for my child. I'm not saying I'm talking about Lala. I'm just saying in general. I need to be <laughs> you honest. You literally just referenced Lala. <laughs> I know. I just need to be honest. I, um, <laughs> Ronnie just got an Ipsy subscription for her birthday. One of her friends got her a three-month subscription. And she's been like, Mom, like, when is my bag coming? Um, it comes out in May. 
and I just like got the email saying like three more days for you you can like add on like upgrade it mm-hmm. um so it's like take a peek in your bag one of the things is Lala give mm-hmm. them Lala lip scrub and Ronnie's like what the heck like I don't want that on a slip we have <laughs> um I don't think I got the lip scrub I th- the, I had the moisturizer okay. and so that's the one thing I kept and I still it's still it's probably rancid by now this is like a long time I've had this. It's still on my nightstand. I use it. Um, it's just coconut oil with some granules because it's a scrub or a lip gloss or a whatevs. Um, it's, it's, you know. Yeah. I use it. Well, Ronnie will review it too. So we'll see what she thinks when she gets it in her bag. Yeah. I started like, I literally put it on every night. And then I started thinking, I'm like, I don't actually know if I like what it's doing. But, oh. I'll think about it more, but if she doesn't, you might like it. Okay. That would that was like the one thing that I was, I like I said, I kept it for a reason. Yeah. Versus other items. Yeah, I am, and well, I'm in the market right now for for a moisturizer. Like my skin has like suddenly changed, and and then it got me thinking about that moisturizer that we raved about like a couple of years ago that we yeah. got the samples of and we were like sending it to everyone. The Eminence Menage. Yeah. That's my favorite. Um, I may need to order that. Um, Sunday Riley's really good. I just feel like my skin is like literally thirsty. It's like, it, it's like, it can't get an, like I need something major. Okay. Well, like it, it actually like hurts. And I think it may be from some other stuff I'm using. I don't know. That so or Sunday Riley. And if you have, do you have a Macy's card or a Stream card? They're really easy to get you can just no. put it on that. Unfortunately, then, that's not going to work. For and me. then if it's like Macy's, it's like you get all the like free. Yeah, yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. I have like just like the Macy's like put your phone number in, no credit card reward thing. Anyways, so yeah, yeah um, well, you can try it before you leave tonight. I have a little. Okay. Okay. Okay, so, yeah, we'll do that on Patreon, you guys. I haven't forgotten. Um, okay, yeah, so Lala is setting up, or, or she's, like, she's getting ready for her photo shoot, and James pops over, and he's like, wow, you just keep making this place look better. And she's like, yeah, these are my super comfy robes, which I feel like I'm happy to see her um, feature a robe, because son of a gun, it's, like, very much part of her personality. Yeah, she did it because she lives in a robe. Right. So, yeah. smart. Good. Yeah. And something everyone can, you know, keeps its value. So, James says he's, you know, disappointed that the beach day did not go as planned. He was really hoping that, you know, it would bring everyone together. And... Uh, so, they start replaying, like, what happened and, like, Lala's philosophy of why she thinks... Something doesn't smell right. There's more going on. And she heard that Raquel slept at Sandoval's. And he's like, what? She's like, yeah. I heard it from Katie, who was at Villa Rosa. And he's like, Katie knows? It's like, yep, she sure does. Yeah. So then we do this, like, reel of, like, black and white, rewinding. And, I mean, could this have been more fake of Ken just bops in? I cannot believe... And then he, like, bops right out, like, like Ken, this will be your scene, your line. And then I'll say, yes, I know. Can you believe it? <laughs> Let's create a scene for Ken and Lisa. I have to say, like... It was fun, though. It's It was really fun and, like, completely unexpected because I don't think... Like, I we could probably 
do a reel of every word that Ken has said from season one, and it would not fill up the time of a reel. It would be like Sandoval, like no complete sentences. Yeah, it'd be like. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. Knock your spark out. Yeah. That's what I kept hearing him say at Tom Tom. The night of Sandoval breaking. And then, like, Logan would be like, um, she's over there. So, oh. And then he'd look at me like I'd want to talk to him, but then I would have nothing to say. And he'd just kind of look at me like, should you be asking me something? And I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that was fun. Yeah. One of my, it was definitely like a, a highlight because it was different. I appreciated that it yeah. was different. And it was definitely funny coming from him. And then like how Lisa, like, I felt like she was, like, kind of trying to shut him up, but, like, Katie was obviously, like, foaming at the mouth trying to get more intel on it. It was funny. I mean, honestly, don't you think this is almost like a deep-rooted, dark jokes on us? If we're having Ken weigh in on Sandoval and Raquel possibly having an affair, even Ken is the one bringing it up, is everyone just laughing? Like, <laughs> Let's see if they catch on now that we bring Ken to make the accusations because clearly nobody's listening after Lala and Katie and Allie. Well, maybe if Ken does it, they'll believe us. Like, this is, again, another reason why I think someone in production or editing knew because why are you having Ken do it? Well, let's say, let's take Scandaval out of it. Let's mm. say that we're watching this for the first time. Me and you would obviously be saying, what is the storyline they're trying to get us going at with Raquel and Sandoval, are we buying this? What? How do we feel about this? Is this plausible? I feel like we would be trying to, we'd be like, okay, we feel them pushing this, but why? Like, if we didn't know, how would we feel about this? Right, that's very true. Because it, with... It's so with, noticeable. With Raquel and Schwartz, it was like she was doing her flirting. Like, we definitely felt that. And then they acted upon it with the kiss, like, pretty quickly. Her and Oliver, they flirted. They acted upon it. So they were definitely building up the storyline of Raquel is exploring different opportunities out there. Now, we're supposed to believe that she's exploring an opportunity with Sandoval. This whole second half of the season is them focusing on this angle. So... Bringing everyone into it. Allie's wondering. James is wondering. Ken is wondering. Lisa's wondering. We're so all wondering. What are we supposed to think? Lala and Katie are like, hmm, I smell something fishy. So what are we supposed to think? This is what we would be thinking. Why are they angling this? Okay, they're gearing up for season 11. So let's continue on with that angle because we still don't know. So the next thing, after Ken drops that bomb, um, he says that Raquel stayed over and went in the jacuzzi and... Spent the night all night. Um, and the reason that this was found out, because it's like, how does Ken know? How? What the heck? Because Raquel showed up to her shift an hour and a half late hungover. And Lisa happened to be doing a food tasting at the time and said, come sit down and tell me why you're late. And, like, Lisa actually knows, like, the shift schedule and who's scheduled for what time. Bullshit. Even Kristen said that. She's like, she would come in once a week. And um, also another really interesting point, when um, we went down to do a something the something about her filming that um, we did the little update, it was during the day. I would say we were there around 
let's say noon. Um, Ronnie, who, you know, only watches the show as like a basic viewer, um, was like, why, like, uh, um, she's like, I can't go into Sir. I'm not 21. And I said, Ronnie, you don't have to be 21. Like, you can eat in the restaurant there. Um, but when we went by, it was completely boarded up. Like, the do- the front wooden doors were closed. All of the door hatches to the open patio. It was, like, very much closed up. And she's like, wait, like, why, why is it like this? And I'm like, because they don't open during the day. Very like it's only for filming when they do that. So it's another. It was fully daytime when that scene was filmed when she sat down with Lisa. So and and Charlie was there in uniform. And I'm sorry, you have a a new menu food tasting with Guillermo, Lisa, and Natalie, the owners, and then just Charlie sitting there. Yeah, like not even Peter or Diana. Just oh oh Charlie, who barely works there. She needs to taste it too. Especially like Charlie who doesn't like eat a lot of stuff. So Lisa sits her down and says, tell me, you know, what happened? And she's like, I overslept. Um, I I went back to Tom's. We went in the jacuzzi. Schwartz was there. And then I Um, slept on the couch. And then, and she, before that even happened, like, she was like, nothing happened. She said, like, she was like, nothing happened. And Lisa's like, why would you even, like, why, why are we even... Why would that even come up? Yeah. And that would be very odd. Like what if you were, like, if you, picking up Ronnie and I, like, got drunk and passed on your couch and you came home? Like, nothing happened, Ollie. I would say, <laughs> why the hell are you saying that? Or, like, same right. thing, like, if Chad was at, like, a casino in San Diego and texted you and was like, dude, can I come stay over? Like, I can't drive home. Yeah. And then if you said to me, like, nothing happened, I'd be like... Of course not. Like, he, he needed a place to sleep, right? Like, I think if yeah. you said that, then obviously I'd be like, why? Yeah. That would 100% go ding. Like, why are you saying that? Yeah. So that was um, very, yeah. So she's like, it was easier to sleep on the couch. So um, that's a lie to Lisa. They can't get their story straight. It was clear when Lisa called Sandoval, he was off guard, and that, that Sandoval and Raquel had not had time to get their stories together. I, Another favorite part of this scene was the fact that she called Sandoval in the moment. I yes. thought that was freaking brilliant because a lot of the times when she calls, it's like it actually bothers me. Like she called, we, we missed this in the beginning of the episode, but she called them on the way to glamping to be like, relax and have a good time. It's like, shouldn't you be saying open your freaking bar? Oh or, or like, what are you doing? I thought she was going to, like, yell at them again, and I was going to kind of be annoyed, but she didn't. She basically just said, go have a good time, relax, happy birthday, Raquel. And then this time when she called, I was like, good, like, hold him to the fire a little bit. Like, because it was great. It exposed that they did not have their story straight. And um, I didn't even think about that angle. Like, they gave them a pass because Sheena's wedding, Mexico, been planned. Yes. Yes. It's a wedding. People... Peter himself has said he's had to work on every single birthday. So you can miss Raquel's birthday. You're taking or, a weekend away for glamping? Or I feel like, for me, I would be I would be begging the producers. I would say, is there any way, like, can I work until 6? I will drive down separately. I'll show up. like, And then please give me the storyline of I came late because I was working still on my bar. Right. Like, I would want to show... 
that A, I made an extra effort to come to Raquel's party, but I have prior commitments that I have to, like, I have people counting on me. I mean, quite honestly, yeah, he could have worked from, like, let's say 8 to 4 or 6 to 3 on his bar, driven to Palm Springs in two hours, or Santa Barbara, even as close, whatever, and been there for the evening. I just, I, it, it would just be, like, more dynamic to show that they're, like, the things they were balancing was stressing them out so much that they were balancing filming, the restaurant, their friendships, you know, their, per, like, and that makes people go crazy. And, and he was just gone the whole time down in San Diego. Yes. For two days. So, he, they don't have a care in the world. Nothing. But you know who wasn't in San Diego? Who? Schwartz. That's true. You know who wasn't in San Juan Capistrano was Schwartz. You know who wasn't at um, the Venice show, right? Schwartz. Mm, right. So Schwartz was. I was back like home he was, working. I was like he was at my that first one that I went to wherever that I always forget where that first yeah, one was. Yeah, that was before they even started Schwartz and Sandys or or you know it was like it was it's like a pipe dream. very beginning. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And, and yeah. Then, yeah. So so I I don't know I just and. Also, if you, like, it would have been, like, a super interesting storyline to be like, oh, Raquel just got off work. I'm working so hard at the bar, so we're going to drive together. Ariana, you go with everybody else. It would have been, like, another layer of, like, of lies and just everything. But probably for the sake of filming, it was easier for everyone just to go together and show up and get the job done. I can't believe Lisa didn't bring that up. I, totally I thought that I, I for sure thought I, I wonder if I got cut out and maybe they just kept they decided to not even go into that because we oh. always kind of complain about she you know yeah. she gets into it and like stay out of it it's not your business yes um so she catches him he will not directly answer her he is skirting around her questions dodging him like a bullet and she, she's great she's like no yes or no it's easy I want to guess or no. Can we talk about, like, can we dissect dipped out? Because he kept saying it. Dude, and dude. Dude, she dipped out, which to me, I took that as, like, you know, you're like, okay, I'm going to hit it now. Like, I'm going to call an Uber. I'm going to dip out. Not that was, she dipped yeah. out into his bedroom. No, everyone explained it that way. Katie explained it to Lisa that way. Lala, James called him out. He's like, well, you said she dipped out, so she left. I meant dipped out to my room. I mean, I mean guest room. Like, so in the beginning, when all this broke, we heard that um, Ariana was disrespected not only by everything that Sandoval did, but that he did this in their house, in their bed. And I, I remember thinking, like, how how is this playing? Like, how could Raquel do that? And here we, I think we have the answer. Mm-hmm. She is probably wasted and she wanted to, quote, dip out. And rather than, you know, he has a perfect excuse of, like, just go go ahead and just use our, my bedroom. I'll stay out here with Schwartz. Like, we're just still chilling. He gets her into the bedroom. Schwartz doesn't know, you know, like, Schwartz is like, okay, bro, like, I'm good. I'm going to sleep on the kit. Like, it's just, it's Schwartz- so... Either Schwartz is the one that dipped out because he can walk home with his dog. Or Schwartz gets up at 5 or 6 in the morning. He's the one that dipped out. You think Schwartz is going to go go around upstairs, bedroom to bedroom, to, hey, goodbye? No. He slept no. on the couch or in another room and then got up at 
6 a.m. as he does and left. He didn't and then, know where they were sleeping. And then I was trying to think of like, okay, can we justify this? Like, is there a world where possibly you could justify that you would offer your bed to someone and it's not inappropriate? I don't think so. Unless like your guest bedroom was like covered with clothes because you're trying on stuff for like a shoot or something. So you're like, you go in there, I'm going to stay in the couch. But I have just the distinct feeling that that is not what happened here. No. It seems very yucky. Yeah, so he's lying to Lisa. She's calling him out. Raquel's telling a different story about the couch. She's not mentioning migrating to a guest room. There's no shame in that to say, well, then they were told me, like, don't sleep here. There's We have a fully equipped guest room. Like, there's no shame in that than sleeping in the, on the couch. Like, just say that. They can't, they don't have their stories together. They weren't prepared for this. And the house is giant. So I'm sure there's like plenty of spaces that you could find to, yeah. you know, even if you like, sometimes like it was hotter than hell during this time. Like sometimes I like to sleep out on the patio or like, just like, especially like if you're drunk or high, which I 100% was happening during glamping. Um, you, you just like, there's other places other than Sandoval and Ariana's bed. Speaking of glamping, so they said there was a king and then two queens. Yes. So did Tom and Ariana have a bed and shared the tent with, like, Schwartz and Raquel then slept in another bed? I thought that they said boys tent, girls tent. Oh, really? So I don't know if that's how they split it or what was going on, but then later they're like, let's go see the other tent, the other yurt. So I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, I need more info on that. Interesting. Um, What did you think about when, like, during the flashbacks, um, one of the things that Lala said is Lisa is able to sniff out BS. And it's true. She is. So she's now been brought into this. She now is sniffing. She even says that Raquel looks like, what did she say, a bag of poop? A bag of shit? What did she say? Um, Where are my notes? Yeah. Looking like a bag of shit. So, clearly she is sniffing it. She called her that. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like, not to be, like, pro Raquel, but I thought she looked fine <laughs> in that scene. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'd take it. <laughs> I've looked worse. <laughs> not even hungover. But, Yeah. All right. Well, maybe it was different in person. <laughs> Lighting is really good. With the good job production. <laughs> um, so, so Lisa again is like holding his feet to the fire, and she's like, "Did he sleep? Oh, did she sleep over or not?" And she's like, "He's like, dude, people crash all the time. It's not weird. It's fine." Um, but again, like, why is he denying it? Like the whole thing felt so. Yeah. If we can feel it, you can feel it through the screen. So you guys are telling Holly. Um, early before we started, I was listening. I can't remember if it was either Lala or Kristen's podcast today. I was just jamming out the podcast on my drive up. And one of them was talking about how Janet, you know, their friend Janet, she used to co-host Sheena's podcast um, before Jamie did. Um, she was at Thanksgiving at Ariana's house. And they had a moment like they were in the bathroom or something. And Ariana was upset and complaining. She's like, he always just wants all these people here all the time. Why do we have to always have all these people? And she's like, he's off there frolicking with her in the pool right now. And it was, she was talking about Raquel. So it wasn't clear if Ariana said that or Janet said that about 
Tom's off frolicking in the pool right now while Ariana's just like, why are all these people here? I feel like that's like a really normal thing for couples to argue about like when one is like outgoing and one isn't always having people over is like super draining for some people. Um, and especially on like holidays like that. Sometimes like leave already. Yes. When or, there's a never ending door. It's like. <sighs> yeah. I don't know. I luckily Chad and I are like we kind of agree on our how we like to spend our time. But um, Ariana and Tom's house always has been that like you can Mm -hmm. you see it on social media. And I think both of them like I think that's going to be a hard thing for them going forward is both of them very much liked to be like kind of the focal point of the group and like a safe place for the group. There's so many of their friends that are not from LA. They don't have family. And I think that that was like their way. Like, I think that really like fueled them. Communal family. Yeah. Which is, it's awesome. You know, and that's, I think we will get into that later with how Raquel is talking about how she's found her people. I think that, um, they really foster that. Well, all the people are split now. We've got Kyle and Sandoval and um, Billy Lee over here. We've got Logan and Brad over here. It's yeah, all a it's, mess. It's a mess. So then the final part of this flashback series is Lala um, explaining to James about this and then how Ariana called Tom, wanted him to come back, said, you know, her grandma died and he stayed for two more hours, said he couldn't get a ride, but Lala was right there when Jason was there telling him he was leaving. So she tells James all this and he's like, do you think, you know, she's like, I think something's going on. And he's like, really? Um, so we get into that more, obviously towards the end of this episode when, and I love this, <clears throat> that that happened, that Ariana immediately, Tom, come over here. Like they kept calling people in instead of this. He said, she said, I wish Katie and Ariana had called Allie over to like, Allie, what did Katie tell you? Or why did you tell Sheena? She said this, you know, like that could have really just nipped it in the bud too. I mean, they kind of did last week. They called either like Allie, like what, what did, and then Katie sat there and like made her faces like denying that what she said to Allie kind of gaslighting her Mm -hmm. and probably scaring her away from yeah, kind of saying anything. Yeah. Um, to me, another like really big, well, okay. Two, two things I have to point out. Why did Lisa say your wife is out of town about Ariana? She called her, she called Ariana his wife. I was waiting for Santa to be like, dude, she's not my wife. I know. I, I bet he did and they cut it. But um, the other thing is at the end of this, Lala basically says, I think Sandoval has a thing for Raquel. And James just goes, damn. And she's like, if you're best friends and there's alcohol involved and you're like Raquel, like I'm someone's going to sit on your face. I know because I did it. <laughs> I have to say that up until this point, I was not buying what they were putting down as far as like Raquel and Ariana are best friends. To me, I I didn't see that. I didn't feel that. Um, I think they've done a really good job in the last couple episodes really establishing that Ariana had this kind of safe space for Raquel and the conversations that they have had 
in the last episodes have changed my mind on that. I I still wouldn't call her like a best friend like they are pushing, but it's definitely right. deeper and more supportive it's a than, close friend. than I thought. She's closer with Raquel than she is Lala. Yes. She's closer than, you know, Kate. Well, I mean, Katie, now they have the business, but, you know, she's close, like, uh, but uh, but I'm I'm glad that they showed that because I feel like a, an outsider who was like watching them at events I wouldn't have I didn't see them interacting in that way so I'm happy like that they showed some of these like really in depth conversations well, because they showed up together at the December show yeah but um, they never really hung out yeah. I mean, they they would, but like they were both up front dancing. They both had like their separate little crews. I don't know. Um, so we go over to Ariana and Sheena in the yurt. Yes, and Allie said Katie said Tom and Ariana kind of have a no rules open relationship. That's what Sheena's telling Ariana. Um, Ariana says she believes that Katie would say that, but she doesn't know why. But it sounds like her or something. And Ariana's like, I mean, Raquel has been nothing but a kind, sweet, loyal delight. Ouch. I'm surprised that wasn't in Andy's top five of cringy moments. But there were so many other ones that he needed a top ten. Yeah. So then they're back at the ranch and whatever, they're about to eat. Raquel spilled the ranch and everyone's like, Raquel! Raquel! And she's like, hmm, sorry. Like, totally not sorry and okay this is when it all starts like Raquel like gestures over to Sandoval like mm -hmm, you have like ranch on your face and he just like blushed and gazed at her and he's like mm -hmm, thanks and then they just kept gazing at each other it was so obvious and so cringy and horrifying like the group was too small to be acting like this yes. it was it was uncomfortable it was just straight up bizarre and i could imagine like if i was there like if i was let's say i'm sheena or brock or even schwartz like i would just be like what the hell is happening like what is going on it's like they have little signs like i know they have little like what code names for each other but there was another part where they did something and then he looked at her and they both blushed and they both kind of like smiled, smized with their eyes. And I'm like, oh, is this their little gesture? Like their little sign? Like, I know, Holly, you probably don't know who Carol Burnett is. Do you? I know the name. Okay. Well, she like had her variety show in the 70s and she always like would pull her ear. Uh -huh. It was like a sign to like, hey, mom, I love you. Or it was someone. I think it was her mom. But, you know, people will have those little gestures that they do. Right. And I felt like that's what I was witnessing. Uh, so they keep gazing at each other. And then Schwartz is like, oh, oh, but Raquel, like, oh, she's like, oh, darn it. I just bit my lamb. And everyone's like, oh, no. And like, Ariana's like, oh, no. And Santa was like, no, oh, no. Like, he's very concerned. And Schwartz is like, oh, better watch out. It'll give her the taste of blood. And he's like, you know, then she'll, what does she say? Like, she'll come after your man because, you know, Raquel likes men that are taken. Yeah. And then he's like, you know, there's little truth in, in every joke. And I'm like, 
Okay, first of all, she going after you, Schwartz, you're like divorced. It was uncool because you're in the friend group, but you you weren't taken at the time. Like no one said you were cheating on Katie with Raquel. It was just tacky. Right. Oliver, as soon as she found out, she dumped him. Mm-hmm. So who are these taken men? And at this point, Schwartz already knows. So you're a fuckhead, Schwartz. I, I, unfortunately, I feel like this was like possibly like fed to him from a producer. They're like, okay, they're like, Raquel, you're going to say you bit your tongue. This will lead <laughs> into uh, Schwartz making a joke about how Raquel is taking all the taken men. And what does that have to do with like drawing blood? Uh, exactly. It made no sense. The taste for blood. She has a taste for blood. Which is the same as like a taken man. And Raquel's like, I have a taste. Like, I'm a what, vampire? What, do you, what do you mean? <laughs> like, even she, and he's like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't. So then Ariana says, what was your peach and what was your pit for, you know, while you were 27? And she says that um, she is proud of herself. A peach is that she is proud of herself for ending her engagement with James that she was strong enough to do that and make it through. And then um, the fact that she's created her own friendships that are special and each and every person that is there is extremely special to her. And then that that would have been fine. It's her core family, Holly. It's it her w- core family. It would have been fine if she said that and we all would have like probably commented on like, oh my God, well, obviously that's not her core family because of how she treated them. But we have Sandoval who has to jump in on the convo, add another layer to it that just like, uh, I was having acid reflux during this. <laughs> well, did you notice his huge grin too after Schwartz said she likes taking men and his, he was like beaming like ear to ear. Yeah, he gives his whole... He's like, seeing you get so confident and we're so proud of you. Like, I just... I, we can't... You're flourishing. My God. And and everyone was very much, like, celebrating. And I, I feel like, again, let's say that we don't know what's happening. Um, Raquel has come afar. She's come far. Um, it was from us watching her like when we would go to these events or when we would see her out I was seeing a big change in Raquel a big new like a new and you mentioned like the selfie thing like she was very much feeling herself and like it was kind like at the time not knowing what was going on it was like cool like she is coming into her own she's not with James anymore she's starting to fit in with this group um she's really trying to hang out with them you know she's going to all these things a lot of times she would be standing by herself you know like and it was like okay like good for her but now like with that different lens on I'm obviously like seeing things like so differently you know it feels a lot differently when you go somewhere by yourself knowing like your partner or whatever is like, well, he's busy working. He's on stage, but I'm here with him versus she's just there by herself. And um, that gives you a fully different confidence. Totally. Yes. And you can stand there and, you know, and now, I mean, we've proved this. If you go to our reels, if you go back and look, the smiles, the interactions, the things that were happening were her comfort in while she was standing by us by herself. Mm-hmm. And the whole, I can't. 
So then she goes, she starts crying and she's like talking about Miss California was my dream. And she's like, my whole life was written for me before, you know, you have to like pick a career. And so I just picked one. And it's like, basically, she's after even in the reunion, she's like, I've always wanted to be an occupational therapist. And I'm going to go do that. She said that after the reunion, we all wondered, why is she not doing that? She said she was going to go back to school and do that. And she never did. I thought, well, she's probably waiting to see if she's going to get cast. She's seizing the opportunity. But now she's basically saying like, I never really wanted to do that. I just said that for a pageant answer is the implication I got. Yeah, me too. And I, again, if we didn't know what was going so on, fake. I I feel like that's true. But I also think it's a way that she's setting up to let us know that like she's never done something like this. So we should kind of excuse her because she's never been bad. That's basically what she's like. My reputation's had to been it's like I've kept it very clean and good. So now she's going the opposite way and trying things out that maybe yeah. aren't so accepted by like... Not even that. She literally says, I've always been that good girl and now I don't have to. Um, I can ruin my you know reputation because pageants are done. So I'm making up for lost time. She's literally saying I'm sinning the fuck out of my life. Yeah. Which is fine. Just don't do it with your fucking friend group. And then she brings up her parents, too, and how they're kind of waiting for her to see what she's going to do. I'm sure they are not pleased with what she has done because not only has she ruined her reputation, but like it just erases everything good that she has done. Yeah. So this California takes a collective sigh of relief. Thank God she is not our representative. <laughs> yeah. Like anyone cares. Um. I let let's say that she was. Do you think that they would have taken the crown Revoked. away? They would take the crown for Scandal. I think they might. I think they would have asked her to given her step the down. opportunity to step down because of the scandal, not because she broke it. Well, did she break a moral code? That there's probably a moral code in there. I feel. I mean, a moral code was broken against her friend. Yeah. So, but yeah, I don't know. It would be super interesting. I think they would have first asked her to step down and there would be a I statement think, I, I i need help and i'm going to relinquish this to someone that's ready for, to take on these challenges right now because i with how upset everyone has been and is they would have called for the crown for sure yeah it's too big yep so oh, stupid schwartz oh Maybe I could take you as my date to Christina Kelly's party. Oh, wait, wait, maybe I shouldn't. Oh, I'm already vilified. Wait, I take it back. Don't be my date. Oh. Katie's mindset is that like we're like things are really messed up between us right now. I can't. <laughs> so then they go super long, tight hog with Sandoval and Raquel for her birthday. They have their little galaxy light tent party. La 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 la. Oh, what about um, the fact that Sandoval and Ariana gave her a gift? Yeah. 1990 vintage. We should Google that, how much that costs. Yeah. Versace. I but, mean, Versace was still alive then, so. And are those the sunglasses that she wore with her Tom Tom sweatshirt? Mm. Remember, like, she had those little. I think they were. Mm. Well, these ones are kind of oval, egg-shaped. We'll, we'll, we will research that. Okay. So then we 
flash over to James. I appreciate that James is good with cats because, you know, like, James is like weird. He could go either way. I could, he could be one of those guys like, I hate cats because like they threaten his masculinity or something. He's actually very good with animals, which yeah. is like, I feel like that's a good sign of a good person because I like men that are comfortable anim- with cats. Yeah. Animals don't lie. Um, and then Allie tells him like he embarrassed himself at the beach, like loving Allie. She just calls it out. She's not afraid. She's not afraid of even how he reacts. Like, I feel like Raquel was afraid of like saying stuff because she didn't know how he would react. And, you know, I really like seeing how he kind of, he tries to bring it up where he's like, so I'm sorry I embarrassed you or something. Like he tries to kind of control the situation and she flips it on him to where she kind of makes him look dumb. And then he backs down and like kind of like he's always been good at saying sorry for every girl he has he'll be like oh, I, I'm sorry you know like he so I appreciate that about James too but yes I love the way Allie just kind of distance her like she's not responsible for his behavior and everyone else kind of has been so I think that she's got it going on for that Okay, before we get in, I think we've got the Tom Tom party for Christina Kelly next. Yes. Before we get into that, let's talk about our sponsor this week. Sponsor. Apostrophe. Do you guys struggle with acne or hormonal breakouts, hyperpigmentation, rosacea, fine lines, or wrinkles? If you don't, I'm Jill. But, you know, there's just so many skincare options out there, as we were just talking about earlier in this podcast. It's hard to know what's meant for your skin. And now that I've, uh, like I said last time, I've moved. My dermatologist is far away. Plus, it's like six weeks to get an appointment. My pharmacy is still like two hours away. And like, you know, the timing of that and lines, it's a lot. And so I just don't do it. But now we're excited to partner with Apostrophe because that eliminates a lot of these bottlenecks. Apostrophe is an online platform that connects you with an expert dermatology team to get customized treatment of your unique skin. Through Apostrophe, you can get access to oral and topical medications that use clinically proven ingredients to help clear acne or improve your specific skin conditions. All you have to do is simply fill out an online consultation about your skin goals and medical history, then snap a few selfies and a board-certified dermatologist will create your initial customized treatment plan. I received my first treatment plan from a board-certified dermatologist within a couple days. It was so fast, and then when I received the prescription, I quickly received my order shortly thereafter within a couple days. It was great. I've now been using Apostrophe for several weeks, and I've already noticed significant changes to my skin I focused on the hyperpigmentation, like age spots, um, but you can focus on anything, like I said, acne, anti-aging, rosacea. Um, I have a couple spots I wanted to focus on and really test this out, and I am very shocked and blown away um, at what I've seen so far, and it hasn't even been that long. So I already see results, and I'm watching my age spots fade away. How about you? Yeah, same with me. I was so impressed with how fast everything came. And um, 
I didn't even know that there was help out there for this. Like, obviously, like I could have sought this out, like you said, but, you know, finding the right person, going into the office, this was so much, I loved the interactive, um, the questions and just taking a selfie on my phone and then being able to message back and forth with my dermatologist was awesome. And I have seen great results too. And um, it's just been nice to have like kind of an action plan. Um, I was focusing on my, I guess my rosacea is, is what it's called, but I have like such red sensitive skin. I always have. And so to address that has been so nice. And just having an action plan of having a topical treatment and then making sure that I'm wearing my sunscreen to not, you know, make it worse has just been like a nice little plan. And my doctor has been following up with me and it's just been an amazing experience. Yeah. And now the sun is out. So I have been using the stuff out of the sunscreen. Um, That's come in handy. And I know we were talking earlier about um, skincare and whatnot. So this is my current plan and I'm fully enjoying using apostrophe. So if you are looking for recommendations, um, we both have definitely, that would be our current recommendation and so far so good. We'll keep you posted, but I'm already sold. Everything is done online. So apostrophe helps those who can't see a dermatologist in person. You know, a lot of times people are very rural, don't have access. Um, so you get, you know, professional person that can care for your skin. Your prescriptions are also delivered directly to you. So no more waiting in line at the pharmacy. Um, I personally saved hours on both, you know, dermatology visits and prescription waiting and that sort of thing. Um, given my personal situation. So It comes right to my door in a few days in a nice little package that fit right in my mailbox. So we have a special deal right now for our listeners. Get your first visit for only $5 at apostrophe.com slash pumpers when you use our code pumpers. That's a savings of $15 only available to our listeners. So to get started, just go to apostrophe.com. That's A-P-O-S-T-R-O-P-H-E dot com slash pumpers pumpers and get started with code pumpers uh, for your first visit for only five dollars thank you apostrophe for sponsoring this episode yes okay over to tom tom so i mean holly and i both love christina kelly products we've been using them for many years we've given them away many times to you guys and we'll continue to do that. I mean, I love the the sprays. The cucumber spray and the riz spray are my favorite. Lavender, sometimes at night, I'll spray it on for like a relaxation. Mm-hmm. Um, the lip balms are great. Um, the, uh, my personal favorite is the, the coconut one, the coconut rose. Yes, mine too. That's my favorite one. Um, but I do have the rose tint. I know that's Stassi's favorite. I have that in my purse. Yeah, I have them all over the place and she's always been super supportive of the podcast and anytime we purchase stuff for you guys, she usually throws in extra stuff. So shout out to her. Um, This event was cute. Um, I loved that Terry came. Um, I felt like she added a little bit of tension that was needed there, um, which I loved. Yeah, Schwartz comes in, he's like, oh, Katie's not very nice to me. I guess I'll just go live in my doghouse. But he gets like them drinks. But he's very jacks about this. You know, he's like, oh, okay. You know, he gets Terry and Katie and 
who so who else they were sitting with? Uh, Lala. Lala drinks, and then Raquel comes in. Oh, hey Raquel, hey, can I get you a drink? She's like, yeah, I'd like a Madame Butterfly. He's like, oh no, no, I, don't, I I can't make that. She's like, oh, you don't know how. I was like, I do. I just don't want to. I'm like, okay, Jax. <laughs> yeah, I was a little disappointed in that. Like, order order a shot. I'm not making a mojito. <laughs> I doubt that Lisa liked that scene. She probably did if they if the drinks were on the house because that would probably cost more. That's true. They just have a vodka soda. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, what did you think about her? Is that a thing now again? The the thong sticking out of the pants sitch? Um, it is kind of a thing. Okay. I mean it was a thing. Yeah. It's it's back, like scrunchies. It's back. I mean, okay. You know. Everything circles back. Yeah. Seemed a little Britney Spears era, but like with the snake and all that. But all right, fine. I mean, it was cute, I guess. It just seemed a little dated. But it's probably what goes around comes around. It's back again. Yeah. I guess time's gone fast. <laughs> um, so Katie and Ariana talk. Katie says that she did not say they had a no rules sitch or open relationship she said that they had like an unconventional one, which does make sense that, yeah, we know Ariana stays, stays home and we know she's fine with Sandoval going out and drinking and dancing and partying the way Stassi is not fine with that. Right. You know, Stassi, I think has come around a little bit with Bo, but Ariana does, you know, they don't have the same type of, you know, thing. I I really enjoyed this scene because I was hoping, I'm hoping that it's going to give us a little foreshadowing into season 11 that I don't think it's going to be all sunshine and rainbows for Ariana and Katie. I think that they're going to, there's going to be ups and downs in their business relationship and their friendship. Um, Ariana's not afraid to question her and same with Katie. I think it's going to be like the Toms are so like, like their banter is so annoying. I think that we're going to have like thoughtful conversations between these two of truly what it would be like to have a business partner and go through this process of having to come to decisions with another party that like they're not, they're not besties. Maybe they will turn into it, but they both kind of have different opinions. They have different styles. So yeah, I think it's going to be interesting seeing them work together. And you can already see Ariana kind of hinting at that. She's like, look, Raquel's one of my best friends. And she's like, she is very trustworthy. And I love and trust her. Another cringy moment. And if, you, if you're going to have beef with her and involve me in it, that's going to be a problem. You know, and it's obviously going to interfere in our business. And when Katie denied that she said anything to Allie, Ariana was quick to say, like, why would, why would, what does Allie have to gain by twisting what you said? Why would Allie lie about what you said? And Katie really couldn't say anything to that. Um, you know, and she's like, I would hope, like, as my business partner, that nothing bad would be coming from you. Like, I expect more from you that you're not going to be dragging my name through the mud. And so I think that that's going to be super interesting to watch as we go into season 11, because if people are refusing to film with Sandoval, 
um, you know, is Katie going to stand by that? Is she going to, she has to stay on Ariana's side. Otherwise there's going to be a problem. Yeah. And I think she will. I don't think she has any problem doing that, but something may come up in the future where she is kind of like, you know, maybe not fully on board with where Ariana is, which is very much what Katie had to deal with, with, you know, having Raquel hook up with Schwartz. A lot of people weren't on, they they were like, you're like, there was a lot of discussion about, is that fair for Katie to be mad? Now, Ariana has the same chance to be annoyed with anyone being involved with Sandoval. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, then we have Lala bring Ariana over to get free goodie bags. Oh, sorry, sorry. I have one more point. I'm so sorry, you guys. Um, What did you think about Katie's kind of last point in that conversation um, after Ariana kind of like rode hard for Raquel? She was like, I just find it strange that like a shitty person, like she's like shitty to other people. Like you have to take a look at that behavior and wonder why it's not happening to you. Yeah. Which I feel like is fair. It's like, like Sheena has taken this stance before too. And I have, I personally have too in my own life when everyone's really mad at somebody and I'm supposed to be mad. It's like, well, they haven't done anything to me. Right. And, and if they have done something to one of my friends that is so horrible where then I will draw that line still, you kind of wonder like, I, they still, you know, like it hasn't happened to me. Am I being fair? So I think it was like a really interesting point that Katie brought up because it's like, Ariana, like maybe it hasn't happened to you yet, but just but wait, it will. Just and it does. Just wait. Like it was. A, she's right. It was a big hit. She did it to me with the Schwartz. She just didn't respect my. You know, it was different because Schwartz was not taken. It was like it was a request, like three times. And she also <laughs> really lowers the hammer to drive home her point that she is absolutely not in an open relationship. She is bisexual, but. She is in a monogamous committed relationship and that's what it means to her. So she straight up lays that out, which debunks everything that Sandoval has been trying to say that things aren't, you know, that he's been trying to break up with her. Like at where we are right now in the episode, that is not what she thinks. I love that she's with a guy now too, that it's not so that the few people out there that are like, see, I mean, she's a lesbian. She's just you know, poor Tom, she wasn't like giving it up to him. It's like, because she, she wants women. It's like, well, no, she's dating a dude now, like a ripped shredded dude. Mm -hmm. Okay. So anyways, so they go to fill out goodie bags. I love this. Cause Lala's like, I love free shit. I'm like, I would be hoarding the shit out of that. Yeah. I love, I'm like, I clean out hotel bathrooms all the time. In fact, I just brought Holly a whole bunch of tea that I collected through all my hotels. Well, and if I, if I was Christina Kelly or if I was Lala, any of these people who have a product, of course I would want my cast members to have every product that I have in hopes that, A, they would story themselves using it. I mean, like we're all influenced by them. So it would help for them to have all of your products. So I loved yeah, seeing this. Like Stassi does do that for Christina. She's like, Bo always sprays cucumber spray on me in the morning and then at night he does lavender and mm-hmm. you know, she does do that so then they start talking about the newport beach barbecue the day ariana found out her grandma died okay this was 
like the the scenes just are, kept rolling in on this thing. I kept looking at the time, going, "Dude, like, what else are we? Are many, they going to shove in?" How many times Sandoval's not prepared and called out for boldface lies, and he's scrambling was mind blowing this episode. So let's break this down for a second, and I believe we already have on another episode, but let's let's like honestly talk about this. So Lala is saying that she witnessed Sandoval not getting a ride home after Ariana asked for it. Like she obviously heard the call or heard Jason say, dude, do you want a ride home? I'm leaving now. He declined and yeah. continued partying. And that was not the story and that partying Ari- with Raquel with Raquel. And she was beating around the bush of saying that, but in, if you read between the lines, that's what she was saying. And I really liked that she kind of called out Ariana and she was like, it's okay to say that you wished that he would have come home. And I feel like that is something that's lacking in their relationship. Like, I feel like Ariana has like swallowed a lot with Sandoval being selfish and not speaking up about like her own needs. Like you rarely ever hear her ask for anything but she says she did say that that i would really like you home with me right now and he's like dude i know I, thought, I just can't get a car or he's like i thought you'd want to be then in the next sentence he's like i thought you'd want to be alone it's like so which is it like and lala stopped and was like dude like she said yeah to go home and the one thing Gloria's always raved about is how he was there for her when her dad died so given that she appreciates that raved about it in several different episodes throughout the years wouldn't the same apply for Graham dies that's that's what she's trying to tell us she's trying to tell us that there is a shift that she felt too that she used to be his number one priority he used to move heaven and earth to do whatever made her happy and now he's not able to get a ride home from Newport coast he was he just declined it because he wanted to party a little bit more yeah he wanted he it was a holiday weekend. He was having fun and going home and dealing with your partner who is going through a hard time and like sitting in that space with her and Dude, being not- there for her is like that is so hurtful. And so like, first of all, it's not New Year's Eve. It's not July 4th. It's Labor Day. Also, it's Newport. It's very easy to get and, an Uber. And he had just come off. Have like he it's not like he had been like they're supporting her and he needed to blow off a little steam. The guy was on like a bender. Like he had been doing a lot of ish in that time when she was gone. Yeah. So it's like you would think that it's like, okay, like not like the the fun is over, but I feel like it would have been nice for him to stop what he was doing and acknowledge what she's going through, meet her where she needs to be, give her a safe space with him versus lying. And then again, like it's like, now he's brought Lala in on the lie. He's brought Jason in on the lie. Everyone witnessed what was going on at this party. Meanwhile, knowing she just flew in after dealing with all this. So it's very much how he's like, he's in, really encompassed everyone in this lie. Yeah. And then continues to double down. And when they compare stories, she's like, well, no, Lala saying she was there when Jason said, dude, I'm leaving. And you're like, okay, man. And then Ariana's like, you said you're, you didn't know Jason left. He dipped out on you. You were inside taking a shit. And then he's like, oh, well, well, he kept getting caught in lies. And I was so happy that they had that like 
you remember what your partner says. And he couldn't deny it because he knew it was true. So he was totally busted like time and time again. It was so, oh, yeah, no words. And I was also like, the fact that Ariana said dipping out too, I'm just like, oh my God, like this is, it's, did this just, is this like, this phrase has been around a long time. Like, are we just, it's like, it's, should, like, should we make merch saying never dipping out of VPR? Like, <laughs> like is this is this our, our merch? It's like when Lit first came around or um, what's the one when you're totally drunk? Blackout? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, that was a word for a while. You know, like, oh, I was shook. Like when shook was a thing. Yes, but yes. But dipping out, that's like, but now the, the amount of times it's been said. I know. It's I, like it just came out. Yes. And, <laughs> and like, I feel like I'm going to start using, like it, it's working on me. It's working. <laughs> All right. So I guess James and Raquel have their little sit down and he's like, it was an epic proposal wasted on her. Well, this was very chilling when, you know, she's like, I don't feel like you regret a lot of things. And he's like, I don't, I don't. She's like, well, I don't ever regret anything in my life. And I'm like, that's fucking chilling. She was quite confident and proud in that statement. It was like a lot of foreshadowing. A lot of foreshadowing. And yeah, I I get what she's saying. I understand. Like she's trying to, she's trying to like own where she is in her life right now and, uh, and say like she's, she doesn't care. Like she's literally living in the moment. She's happy where she is. I also think she's really trying to convey to James, like she's happy where she's at. And it, she, he does keep hurting her feelings by saying that she didn't matter. He didn't love her, like all this stuff. And then she'll get him to kind of admit that he did love her, but it just didn't work out. She was the wrong girl. It's very wishy-washy. And I don't know. Oh, so okay. are we going into the previews now already? Yeah. Okay. You and holy hell to what is coming next week. Just when I'm, I'm like, okay, what, what, what else? Like we're now we're waiting for like the new stuff because that's all we can wait for. And then we see, it looks like she's going to have a conversation with Ariana about the lack of sex that Tom and her are like, having. She had like her sexual therapist now. I'm like, you really shouldn't sleep with him more. He's going to leave you. I mean, like, I'm just making that up. But we've, like, what we've, the hell? We also heard that this happened. We heard that this went down that, um, you know, Raquel, I mean, Ariana possibly confided in Raquel that she thinks that maybe Sandoval is cheating on her and that Raquel comforts her in that. And I think it's coming. Oh my God. Well, perfect episode before the finale. Yes. Whew, watch what happens live was pretty good. Kristen, it's like her poops look huge. Kristen looked amazing. She's very tan. Yeah, her her <laughs> tan was on fleek. Um I loved that he's like, You're happy to be back in the fray, aren't you? And she's like, Sure am. Which is what leads me to believe like she keeps saying she doesn't want to be on the show because it would hurt her relationship with Luke. But like she's now saying she's sure happy to be back in the fray. We see her little hand gesture for, you know, the finale. We hear, you know, what she said to Holly, like, Kristen, we really miss you on VPR or, you know, on TV. 
stay tuned. Yeah. I mean, all these things point to you're coming back in some form. I also, I also think that um, she... I think she's she's being careful in how she celebrates that she's coming back because very quickly the fan base could turn on her again. Like I've I've seen comments already of people not accepting her back and saying mean things. Um, So I think she's playing it very smart right now. She's she's trying to be a friend of the fans. She is, you know, very much just being like, Ariana asked me to, so I'm doing it. I like mean, She anticipated all of the questions very well because she was very well prepared and well spoken. She I'm always like, is. Like, like Sandoval like, would be like, uh, you know, like, um, well, uh, you know, but she had everything. The only thing that didn't necessarily fly in her favor was you know, the question about comparing her situation and her answer is, well, that's 12 or 13 years ago. Okay. Well that would put you at Raquel's age. Mm-hmm. So you're, it's not really a win there. And she's like, and I sat in the mud for two years over it, which is true. True. But are you saying by that statement that let's let Raquel sit in the mud for, she could be on the show, but let's like alienate her for two years and then everything will be forgiven. Probably that's, that she's that's the history of the show. Yeah. Um, I'm team no forgiveness ever. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> no. So I just thought that was interesting. And then I like how she, I want to see that TikTok of comparing the, how Tom described Ariana. Oh, I saw that. Really? Yeah. Oh, I want to see it. Um, I like how Andy kind of kicked off watch what happens live by saying the wheels are starting to fall off the bus and it's very true. Andy teased this when he was flying here for the reunion. He's like, I've watched the episodes that were unedited. You guys will not believe they're unedited, but it is wild. And it's true. It's very wild. Um, and the wheels are starting to fall off. And it's very much pointed at the whole Scandaval thing. So, And then the friend of a friend that hooked up. I mean, she did say, oh, all these stories came out after Scandaval. So how much can we believe you know like that one guy that did the beverly hills scam he came out with that patrick summers we know that's fake but then we heard about like the first female singer of the band i kind of believe that because she went away real quickly um that was very bizarre you're right and then all the club appearances that the toms did i could totally see that happening with Mm -hmm. both of them yes so i kind of believe that one Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people have an experience with Schwartz. I haven't heard so much Sandoval because he's actually not that personable to other people. But Schwartz is very friendly and you can have a conversation with him and people think like that he's into you. Yeah. You know, Um, so I I, I don't know. I I believe her. (laughs) I believe that people... Um, by that mentality, he's wanted to go home with me several times. Yeah. He's been like a one man show, not looking away in gate. I'm the one that walks away every time. I'm like, well, I'll leave you to it. Oh, oh, okay. Well, um, everyone uh, says he loves to make out. And I think that he connects with someone's soul and he wants to make out with them. I, (laughs) I believe that. Oh, that was funny. Um, so the other, May, I mean, there was a lot of other things in this episode that were great. Like the fast questions were amazing. I think the co-host, she was the person we saw in Wicked. 
right? I think so, yeah. Because yeah. I kept thinking, I'm like, I know her, I know her. And then I was like, oh, yeah. Um, what did you think about when she called into question James Kennedy's sobriety? I, I mean, that's not a shocker. I think he, he's even said that himself. And I think Lala's outed him before for that. Yeah. It seems kind of risky to call into someone to call that out on somebody, though, because like that's their journey. And like, oh, like Santa will call out Ariana's mental health issues. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. There's like there's kind of like a line you shouldn't cross. And I mean, that's kind of why I feel like the fandom of Vanderpump Rules love Kristen Doty, because she will go there and just like say things where you're like, dude, I don't know if you should have said that. But she says it. And um. And is that why we love Sandoval? Because he goes there and says things that we, I, I don't, that's not why I love Sandoval. I never have. But um, just go back and listen to Jamie all over last July. And when she asks us who our favorite and least favorite and Holly's right there with <laughs> my least favorite is Sandoval. And both Jamie and I were like, wait, wait, what? Where'd that come from? <laughs> and she was friends with him at the time. Yeah. See, this will be fun talking to her again. Yeah. We'll be like, Holly had it. Holly nailed it all along. Yeah. <laughs> I, I felt that vibe. I was a fool. Everyone was a fool. You were not a fool. I, I, I feel like a lot of people felt like I did. I think he rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. Yeah, I never loved him. I was no. never into no. him. And no, I don't think anyone, except for Heather. Um, <laughs> and, and, and Heather made me feel like much like Ariana did, where it was like, I questioned my my hatred because I'm like, if someone as amazing as Heather likes him, then I should. Someone as amazing as Ariana likes him, I should. Well, no, I've heard other people. I've heard other podcasters and then even their guests on podcasts like, oh, he's looking so sexy, so fine. Even when they do that, like March Madness of Bravo or whatever. Yeah. They're like, oh, I think Sandoval's going to take it. I'm like, who are you people that I, you think he is like... The cat's meow like of hotness. I, I actually have like from day one always had a problem with both Toms. Like I never saw that the Schwartz thing like where a lot of people were bamboozled by that. They thought he was like the boy next door, you know, and I was like, don't you go there. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, but Making yeah, Jack's look like Mr. All-American man. He's the boy next door. Jesus. I, We're in trouble. America. I also was like kind of happy for Kristen tonight because it seemed like Andy was very tickled by her. Oh, he ended. He's like, I love you. And uh, totally. oh, oh, and then the other um, I talking point, I think, for Watch What Happens Live was that she called out LVP. Yeah. Which is no risky. Fear. Um, yeah. If you want to be on the show, which she says she doesn't, but she's still an executive producer. So maybe she's not going to be on the show. And uh, for that, I my hat's off to you. I bow to you for the balls. Again, when we went to Tom Tom for the performance of his single, which we had heard a trillion times before, <laughs> I question. I was like, "Why on earth is Kristen here while Lisa and Ken are here?" This makes no. They were very friendly together. Right. They said hello to each other. It was in together. very chummy. And I was like, this does not make sense. Those two don't get along. We They both say it all the time. And the whole thing just like felt very buzzy. Yeah, the, the release of the, the premiere 
of superstars, their first original that they did, The Night Scandal Broke, March 1st, we heard in San Diego in September. Yes. Okay. It had been around. It had been around for a long time. God. Yeah. So that, that, let's think about that. They weren't filming. Right. That would make sense if they were filming. Hey, we're going to debut our first original song. They weren't filming. Mm Mm-mm. So why the big event? And there was like absolutely hmm. zero film crew there. We verified that. We were there. But why the big event then? It's almost like they thought something was going to break. Yeah. It's something all, was going to happen that It's night. almost like they needed people to be there. Like just like <laughs> Kristen said, she was there. She got the phone. She handed it to a friend that was safe to give it to Ariana. Apparently James had dipped in that night. No, not, not dipped out. Dipped in. Dipped in. Yeah. Um. Yeah, there was there was a and, and there, Schwartz was there. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, it was just yeah. another Easter egg. Peter was there. Peter never goes to Tom Tom. Do you remember we asked something? It was like, <laughs> and he's like, I don't know. I've never been there. And it like Tom Tom had been open like three years. He's like, I wouldn't be able to tell you. I've never been there. So why is he just? randomly going there he's not he just said on the 1900 podcast he just did (laughs) he is not friends with tom sandoval he hadn't heard from sandoval in six months so why is he going to his premiere release at a competitive restaurant because peter does look at tom tom as competition yeah he was sitting there so why is he there too this is all real sus right yeah and the way Ken was bopping around like all nervously was like he was waiting for something to happen. Ken was there to hear the premiere release of Superstars. Yeah, he he needed to hear it because he <laughs> is a huge fan. Yeah, this doesn't add up. <laughs> oh, boy. Yes, there's, yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Fishy. Yep, just like Lala said, something smells fishy. Yeah, I feel like this was an amazing episode. Like, actually, Watch What Happens Live helped, like, calm me down a little bit because I was so amped. And Kristen is kind of calming sometimes. I had to wait, like, you know, hours to come meet Sarah to podcast. So I had to process. And it was like, I kind of was able to come down with Kristen. And because she was firing her answers, it was fast, it was fun. And then that kind of calmed me so I could start like figuring out what I wanted to say about this episode. But overall, I thought this was awesome. I can't wait for the next one. And then we're literally rolling into our Super Bowl finale. It's like a four week Super Bowl finale and three reunions and even a secrets revealed. So they I mean, this is very satisfying. I have like, regardless of how this turns out, what happens like this was a satisfying season, dude, like the, the best one we've had ever, ever. Oh, I don't know if I could. I don't, well, shit. Huh. This, okay, I'll, I'll this, answer that in a month. Okay. This to me has been the most dynamic fan interactive season that we've ever had. I, the other ones yeah. were great, but th- there's something and maybe it's like where we are like in our podcasting career so we can like really interact. But I feel like 
everyone has been able to interact. Everyone can get on the comments and like leave their little piece and find all these. Like it's just been true. It's just the early ones when production truly didn't know. Remember when they almost missed that whole Frank conversation in the nightclub of Jack's got a girl pregnant. And they're like, we didn't even know we had that. You know, like it, nothing was planned. Everything was real. Mm-hmm. Even I'd say through season six, like even as crazy as season six was, it wasn't planned in storyline. Like this, we have to question production. We have to question some of the cast, what they knew, how much, how far along. I, you know, again, we stand where we stand. Where I stand is I still question production. I didn't question production seasons one through six. But mm. I don't know. I still kind of did. I don't know. I, I, yeah, I, I guess it's rude for me to say that this has been the best season. It's not rude. It's, it well, may be. I don't know, but it's debatable. It's debatable. You're right because there are, like, there's so many iconic things that have happened. We really could put it to the test. I think how this is going to, like, full circle will determine how that is. So let's give it an, another couple weeks. Definitely, you know, in, in one of the tops. But I, I feel like overall, as far as, like, bringing new people in, like, this has blown the roof off of anything that has ever happened in my opinion most interactive in reality right. tv nothing has nothing has crossed it's taken a village to get us all where we are yeah all of like none of you people would have known about big bear had we not broke it and had we not broke it from one of you guys sending it to us of like the little easter egg clue and then we pieced it together holly went and did all our research and footage and so did the person that originally you know so i mean like well, and, homework we all and, did homework assignments to piece this puzzle together and like from some of the other players in the game if they hadn't give given some dates and some validity to some of the like thoughts that we were having like Kale like and jamie, jamie yeah. um you know giving us that the starting point a starting point of where we could start looking kale's I, conversation with Raquel and all of that Mm -hmm. after watch what happens like so many little nuggets that everyone has contributed that are not cast members absolutely it's yeah it's been a wild wild ride did you know James bought a house no yeah congrats I don't know where Lala dropped that oh wow I'm curious as to where that's awesome I'll have to congratulate him yeah I want you to congratulate him. <laughs> I'll bring him some champagne. <laughs> Maybe I can buy his love. <laughs> three, three, three. He'll take it and be like, that, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll have it custom made label. Yeah, yes. And he'll be like, thanks. And then you'll be like, congratulations, to, uh, James. And you'll bring nothing. And he'll be like, oh my God, thank you so much. <laughs> Let's do it. Oh next to you next Tuesday. Yes. I'm coming for you, three, three, three. Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, so we will be back. Um, of course, if anything breaks, we'll be be back. But um, also, you can catch us on Patreon, where we are constantly doing updates. We're doing a big giveaway right now for Ariana Team Ariana merch directly from Ariana's site, so it benefits her. Um. 
and the response to that has been amazing. Like, like my We're phone, flooded. <laughs> my phone has been blowing. It's like ding ding. I'm like, whoa! Like it's it's amazing to see you guys. Like I know the amount of Patreons that we have, but to see everybody like chiming in and to see recognizing your guys's names, like at like it's. Well, I started. It's to, like really cool. I started to panic because flood our email box, and I wasn't thinking because. You guys, we did an interview with um, Insider this morning, and yesterday the person was like, okay, I'll send you the Zoom. Oh, I panicked too. I was like, (laughs) oh my God. I'm not going to be able to find this Zoom through hundreds of emails of notifications from the Patreon giveaway, and I'm like... Okay, I remember her name, and then I'm like searching the name. I'm like, okay, got it. <laughs> Me too. I, I I did the same. I was like, whoa. So it's it's a so thank you guys so much for supporting our Patreon, and I feel like we have received so many new Patreons since I spiraled yesterday about everything on the podcast. <laughs> I just want to just circle back and say. I'm sorry that I lost it and that our podcast was so unfocused yesterday, but I'm feeling so much better. And you guys, thank you so much for leaving so many kind reviews and ratings on our podcast. And DMs and emails. Yes, with DMs. personal encouragement. Yes. And I just want you guys to know that like 100%, I am so grateful for everything all of you guys have done for us. And I will never forget that. I had a bad day yesterday and I'm back. So... so- one thing, when this happened a few years ago, I wanted Holly to focus on the positive. So we printed out every single good review and email and whatnot, put it in a huge binder and laminated it it's and everything. so cute. So she can, now this is so long ago. So we do want to focus on those of you that are leaving great reviews or just nice reviews or constructive reviews, just not like bashing. Um no, know, I, I love it. And we appreciate everyone it. is so supportive. And a, a couple of you said they're like, this is like what our community is for like this. And I personally believe in the Vanderpump arena that we have one of the best communities out there. We have a large interactive community. And anytime I'm feeling like this, everyone rushes to us and just tells us how much they enjoy listening to us yeah and so it's just like you guys are awesome we so appreciate it and um i'm not going to focus on any of that other stuff it's just not good for me well it happens like like so many podcasters that they don't read them anymore because they they spiral they said it it really brings them down they're rating you know like it it just happens you say one thing that pisses off somebody and it can be you know but i don't i don't even know why like a I need to like, like, why does it bug me? Like, I, I don't like when I, I looked at it today and I was like, I, I'm not, I don't even care. Like I, I shouldn't have, I just shouldn't have done it. And cause I know, so I will not be doing that again. And we just want to, yeah, we do want to look and support and appreciate the ones that are happening. Absolutely. Kind, so absolutely. We, so we do pay attention. And if you do feel inclined, rate us five stars, rate, leave a nice review. If you've got something constructive, you're welcome to email us. We do or DM. We do get back to you guys, and or you don't even have to write one. Just hit the those five stars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. Uh, okay. Thank you guys so much again, and we will be back. Stay tuned for all of our social media stuff. Follow us on Instagram. Email us. We'll probably post out that insider stuff next week. When as soon as we get it, I think they said next week. So that'll be fun. And we have some other fun stuff in the works, too. So stay tuned to what we got going on. We'll post it all. All right. Thanks. Bye. Bye.